The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. The Coaches Show is fueled by Donut Country, two locations on Memorial and Middle Tennessee Boulevard, and by McDonald's Murfreesboro, operated by McGuire Management Group. I'm Danny Brewer. I'm joined now by Seagull Boys basketball coach Matt Rigsby. Coach, how are we this morning? We're good. Danny, how are you, my friend? Oh, well, I, I'm good. You know, I, I've, I've been a little confused by the groundhog. He says <laughs> no. So, earlier in the week, uh, it was like yes, and now I don't know. What do you think? What was it? Thursday, maybe? I enjoyed that 80-degree day. I know that. That was nice. Well, I think what they said was the back-to-back 80-degree days. We had Wednesday and Thursday the First time in history, maybe in February, we've had back-to-back 80-degree days in Tennessee, was what I'd heard. Welcome to Tennessee weather. Uh, you dad going right. If you don't like it, it's going to change, so stick around. And I guess that's kind of been the theme a little bit for boys basketball in this district, <laughs> has it not been? <laughs> I didn't know you was go- where you was going with that, but i tell you what, you, you landed it quite nicely, I can tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with that, Danny. So let, let's talk for a minute about – the regular season and and Seagull Stars because you had a great regular season. I mean, when we look back uh, three years ago, was it maybe the three thousand point scores with uh, uh, you know the, the Seagull basketball? They went to the state, great, and and then uh, you know there was an exodus. Uh, Birdwell left. Uh, you became the head basketball coach. People thought, well, dang, the, the cupboard's bare. We're going to be struggling for a while. And then here you go, turning in a great season. You got to be awful proud of what you guys did during the regular season this year. I, I am for sure. Well, we finished second, um, five and three. Well, we, you know, we started hot. We went three and zero right out of the bat or out of the gate there in district play, and then uh, lost one at Rockville. Then I think we went three and one, two and two on the back end of it. Uh, on the second round of district play, and going in, I'd have taken two and two and two and two, and you know, if we got five hundred out of district play, that'd been fine. I mean. We uh, we were we're going to return everyone uh, outside of you know a couple guys I'm sure you want to talk to here in a mi- talk about here in a minute, you know really limited experience on the floor you know running some sophomores out there and even you know a junior or two who you know again limited experience wise so uh, I'm pleased I love my guys I love my squad and uh, I th- you know I'm, I'm thankful that we're still playing I can tell you that. Well, you know, yes, let, let's talk about the, the season that was regular season-wise. You do have a couple of kids that they earned some postseason accolades, which very well deserved. The MVP of the district, talk about him, Carter Webb. Carter Webb, yeah, Carter was, Carter's a sophomore. Um, I've, I've mentioned Carter's name um, through this microphone often this year, deservingly so. Um, you know, that's there's a lot to be said for – Especially the quality of coaching in this district for them to uh, uh, to you know recognize you know the player he has become and, and the season that he's had so far. So a proud of Carter, uh, Mac Moss also uh, he's my starting point guard. He is our uh, he's kind of our just rock on the floor. I mean he keeps us all steady. Uh, he was all district as well. So proud of those guys, and uh, I know they're going to continue to improve, to grow, and to help single basketball. As far as the the unit that you were, because you know I know. I love watching Seagull boys basketball because you're very structured. You know, I'm an old school guy, and I, I believe in structured basketball. So, talk about how the team has molded, especially around these two guys. Well, uh, these two guys help that structure a lot because you can't have that structure without good guard play. And um, so, 
and, and you know we're not blessed blessed athletically as you know some of the teams in the area so you know there are just some things that we have to do differently uh, regarding that structure and you know I, I'm not really a call a set guy every play I, I, I like for kids to play with freedom uh, but you also got to meet them where they're at too regarding you know their athleticism and their skill set so that's that's why that structure is so important for us we have talked earlier in the year about the importance of structure and all that stuff and you talked about getting kids to buy in and managing their expectations and obviously you've done a pretty good job of that and you like how your kids have bought in well and thank you for that and i do i love how our kids have bought in uh you know we were me and john dinkins was out there talking a while ago regarding aau and kids play 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 I don't know how many AAU coaches are teaching spacing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know something so simple like right. that. But that is that is such a key to what we have to do offensively to try to stay in a ball game on Friday night because we are limited in other areas. So you know things of that nature, uh, you know, little things like that that I, I'm glad that our, our kids at, uh, have adhered to and understand that you know we're, we're going to pick up on this. We're going to figure this out before we move on to the next thing. Well, you know, I, I, AAU coaches may get mad at me for saying this, but I think AAU has helped destroy the fundamentals of the game to a certain degree. Well, and I love AAU, and I want every kid in my program to play AAU. Um, but just some, I'm not saying all, I'm not saying majority. You know, you've got some programs out there, you know, all we're doing is play, 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 and there's not skill development. And uh, play, play, play is great. I mean, play, you know, eight games a weekend. That's great. You know, that's that's better than sitting at the house. But, again, that, that skill development and that, that fine-tuning of the little things still has to come in play for you to be a successful high school basketball player. The bottom line of this game, as is the case with any game, is fundamentals, correct? Exactly. I mean, you may have a whatever-inch vertical, but if you can't dribble to get the ball to the rim, what difference does it make? <laughs> right. No, so. exactly right, Coach. And, and like I said, I don't, I don't want to discredit the AU because you're right. There are lots and lots of good programs out there. And that has, in some cases, made basketball better, but in some cases made it not better. You know, uh, it, it, it just it, it makes it a little tougher on us because we just – you know, some people say basketball is basketball, whether it's AU or high school basketball. Uh, you know, you're not – there's not many Barry Wortmans out there that you got to go against on a Sunday morning, you know, in an AU tournament. You know, uh, if I've got to be on my toes and and really all the film and all these things uh, to even compete with the coaching that we have in this area, and and that's that's me praising the coaches that we have in this area. Right. So let, let's talk about something, and I know you don't want to maybe make light of this, but I think that I'm sitting across the table from the coach of the year in the district. Congratulations on that. I mean, so if you're talking about the good coaches in here, I think that you got to include yourself as one of those. Whether you want to or not, it's true, Coach. It's oh, true. Very kind of you, Danny. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, um, I was very proud to get that. Now, uh, that honor, uh, again, I, I look up to the coaches in our district for sure. And uh, to be voted on an honor like that uh, by your peers, is that was very humbling. Uh, I'll tell you what's humbling, too, is that, that – that award lost that luster a little bit after we couldn't win a, a district <laughs> tournament game. But it's tournament time, so anything's possible. Well, anything's possible. And, and the good news is you're still live and you're playing tonight. So let's talk a little bit about uh, tonight's game uh, at Laverne, correct? Correct. Um, we opened up our season, our first Hall of Fame game against Laverne. I think they beat us 60, it was about 16, 15 points around in there. Uh, then we played them mid January, uh, took a loss there at their place. They're talented. Uh, they're shooting it very well right now, shooting at a high level right now. Uh, they're a tough matchup for us, and uh, 
but maybe we can put together a game plan and, and, and figure something out regarding their personnel and some of their streaks and some of their weaknesses and, and be ready to go tonight. Well, I know you got to go on the road and you got to go to their place because that's how the first round of the region goes as you play at the higher seed. Is is that can that maybe be good to help you with focus when you're not at home and you don't have to worry about some of the some of the home noise? I mean, home games are great, but going on the road maybe could that be good for you tonight? It it definitely can. I mean, yeah, to take away some of the home noise. That's a good way of putting it. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, we've preached all year to our kids. You know. Where, where you play, what time you play, you don't get to dictate that. You just be ready to play. You take care of you, and everything else will take care of itself. So hopefully we ha- we go in tonight with that mindset, whether, you know, since we are on the road. Coach, what's the, if, you, if you had to, to single out a couple of things that you want to see happen tonight for Seagull basketball to be successful tonight, w- what would you say there? Uh, we've lost our edge a little bit defensively, so we've, we've got to get that back. And we've, we've had several days here to, to prepare for that. Uh, you know, we gave up some buckets in the district tournament that, uh, quite frankly, shouldn't happen. And, uh, you know, credit other teams for doing that, you know, the Rockvilles and the Oaklands for doing that. Um, but we, we've got to get back to our identity defensively a little bit. And, and so, again, we've really been uh, focusing on the little things, the, the attention to detail defensively. So, hopefully, uh, that's going to help us stay in the game tonight. So, we've got to see that. Um, we cannot get killed in the rebounding margin. We've got our holder on there. So again, basketball's not it's it's a tough sport to play, but it's not a difficult sport to figure out in terms of, you know, how to be successful. Defensive rebounding. That's that's two of the keys. I mean, you you, you you basically took the words right out of my mouth. You know, that that's basically what we got talked about, fundamentals. And then that's the basic fundamentals. Play defense, rebound, because you can't always control whether you're gonna have a good shoot night or not, but you can't control your effort on the defensive end of the floor. One hundred percent correct, Danny. So, Coach, when we think about, uh, you know, Webb, Moss, some of those guys, obviously you're looking for them to have a big night as well. Absolutely, and and, and I I have no reason to doubt that they want, but, uh, you know, the Chase Bandys, the Roth Clarks, the Cadence Melendezes, the Thomas Santels, they're all, you know, carrying their weight in certain areas, and and, and they're playing well right now for us. uh, and, and they understand their role. You know, my role not might, may not necessarily be to take every open look. And, you know, let's make sure Carter gets his touches and Mac Moss gets his touches. I mean, there there's a reason they're leading us in scoring. Uh, you know, averages and numbers don't lie. But um, but it's tournament time. It's region tournament time. So everyone's going to have to kind of step up just a little bit in certain areas they may not have been accustomed to regarding their roles this year. Time to turn up the volume. You know, Al McGuire, uh, basketball coach Marquette, won the 77 National Idol, all that kind of stuff. He once told me his greatest – because I asked him, I said, Coach, what's your greatest thrill? And, you know, I was expecting to say, well, well, you know, when we won the 77 title, when we when we beat this team, what it was just simply winning on the road. Winning on the road. So there's there's definitely a great thrill to go into somebody else's house and, and winning. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I mean, Laverne's the one seed, and credit Coach Rutland for uh, getting it done in their district tournament. You know, they were there, that side, their district tournament champions. And um, so, again, we went 0-2 and lost, you know, that second loss was lost in consolation game. So here we are, the four seed, going in to play the one on the opposite side in the region tournament. But, uh, you know, you could woe is me that, and you could talk about how negative that is, or you could put the other spin on it and say, go over there and knock off the one, then the rest of the region tournament might be a little bit easier for you. Just like that groundhog said, right, if you don't like the weather, stick around because it's going to change. 
Coach Matt Rigsby, Seagull Stars, appreciate your time. Wish you the best of luck tonight. The Coach's Show is brought to you by Sir Pizza, whose three Mercer locations offer a huge selection of mouthwatering pizzas, sandwiches, pastas, and wings. Order your favorite pizza online at sirpizzatn.com. Best of luck, Coach. Thank you, Danny.